Good evening, folks. This is Jay from JTalk. And of course, we have our wonderful co-host, Mr. Smiles, Nick from the Nick Drop. There you have it. Yep. Hit the wrong button. No, I didn't. I did it on purpose. Good for change you. up. We'll yeah, take there you up go. time. Yeah. What's been going on, brother? Not much. My voice is still deep as usual. <laughs> That's all right. You're getting over that bug, and some people are picking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Allergies at, at least still. I'll take today with all that stomach Fred. bug. Person, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So that's, that's, yeah. I mean, it's that time of the season. It's just expected yeah. almost. You know what I mean? So. But tell you <clears> what, <throat> this weather is cuddling weather. <laughs> Sad that neither one of us have somebody to snuggle up to and watch Yellowstone because it just started. I know, I know, I know. And I haven't even watched Yellowstone. I need to watch that. Oh my God, Jay! I need to just give you my wait till the season's over. Yeah, and I will give you my account to log in to Prime, and I've purchased the first three seasons. Oh, well, I have Prime. So, yeah, but I mean, it's on my account. Yeah, I purchased yeah, yeah. Them Prime. I know. So I know. Yeah, the only way you can watch them for free is either buy Paramount or get it on my account. Oh, oh, I yeah. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I've okay. got Paramount now because I got it this month. I canceled Disney so that I could get that. Oh, good for you. Not that I had to. I just got, I watched everything on Disney like 20 times that I wanted to watch and I was done with it. Yeah, that's fair. I understand yeah. that. So <clears throat> That's too funny. Okay, so another comedy show. <laughs> we know you go you guys are gonna laugh at us. Um, you know, this is another one of those fun dating faux pas. No, I'm just kidding. Serious. Well, you know, <laughs> it is kind of a faux pas because it's confusing as shit. It really is. Right. I mean, as many of the, the online stuff that I've read. And the books that I've purchased on Audible and played them over and over and over while I sleep, it ain't. It doesn't do any good for online dating. You could be as crafty as you want to. The minute they see that I'm five foot five, they're gonna swipe left, no matter what. I know. Doesn't even give me a chance, because I know if they get to know me, they're gonna like me. I, I might. We might not be a hundred percent compatible or my soulmate. But they're going to at least like me as a friend. You know what I mean? And you've already proven that because you changed it to six foot and you got like a ton of hits. Got a ton of hits. And then I had to tell them and I was legit about it. Right. I was straight up. I said, look, I do a podcast on online dating. I changed my profile and I got more hits in 24 hours than I have in the last six months. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And worthy of women that I would go out with. Yes. What I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. <clears throat> so, sorry, my whatever headset's that. being weird. Yeah. <clears throat> so, whatever that is. So, yeah, mm. exactly. So, but another fun episode of crazy dating things, faux pas, whatever you want to. No, I'm just kidding. We are going to be talking about dating, but, uh, you know, and, and we're going to have some comedy in there, but some of it's serious too. And uh, we'll throw in the normal caveat that, you know, we're just two single guys experiencing life. 
So, yep. you know, we're not dating experts. We're just. You know what? We will become dating experts. <laughs> as much freaking ass research as we do, as much studying as we, as we do. I mean, I'm still really focused on empathetic people versus narcissism. Right. And then I'm always watching TikToks about what to say to a girl or a guy when this situation happens. Right. You know, and I listen to all lots and lots and lots of it. And the the hard part is you listen to that and you go, oh, that's a great idea. And then when you get in the situation, if you run into somebody at the grocery store, I don't have a problem talking to people. Right. I walk up to the cheese aisle. I'm like, man, this is, and I will start talking to whoever it is, male, female, it doesn't matter. Right. I don't have a problem striking a conversation with anybody. It's closing the deal. So I started listening to TikToks of people and I aming them through, you know, all these <laughs> counselors and all that stuff. Right. I am and I'm going, you know, what's the deal? And everyone just says, don't take it personal. Nine out of 10 times you're going to get a no. Maybe you're afraid of rejection. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's it. Maybe I am afraid of rejection. Nobody likes rejection. Nobody. Right. But avoiding it, you've always had the classic perfect way to solve that problem. It's always going to be a no unless, unless you, you ask. ask. So I'm starting to put that in my repertoire. Of course, the grocery store I go to doesn't really have much of a choice. <laughs> I need to start going to a different grocery store. Oh. But I love the grocery store. Okay. Yeah, I must live in a, a neighborhood with, when I say old people, 70s, 80s, you know. Right, yeah. I'm, hold, I'm holding the door and helping them push their walker or their cart because they ran it into the fruit, you know. Nice. They can't get it out, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You need to go hang out in the Heights for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the, the whole food market. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can like me because I got a belly. No, no, you'd be surprised. These are the. I the have people. a belly. You just have a little bit of a gut. Oh well, you know whatever you want to say, it's yeah. there. But these people that go to Whole Foods, they're a they have an addiction. Yeah, I know. To pure health. I know. So you know that's that's a caveat from last. I, I, actually, I'll tell you this: most of the people. I, I don't know. I'd say half and half, okay? Half of the people, you say it's pure health, but a lot of it is honestly people who are looking for the non-tainted food. You know, it's not got any pesticides. It's not... All organic. Yes, all organic, or it's made a certain way, you know, gluten-free, you know, those types of things. Now, you can say some of that is health, but some of it is as people have health problems and Whole Foods is a good answer to that. Yes. You know, so I'd say it's almost 50-50. I agree with you. Yeah. Because I, I got some buddies that that's all they do is shop at Whole Foods, but they'll eat like a whole lamb, not just the rack of a lamb. They'll eat the whole thing. Wow. Okay. They're, they're big boys. When right. they cook, they're cooking. They're and cooking. They, they cook good food. <clears throat> they just overeat. That's all it is. You know. Nice back scratcher there, man. Thank you. Yeah. I had a, I had a scratch. You got to get it. Gotta yeah. Get it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, you had an itch. Didn't have someone to itch it for you. Anyway, so sort of <laughs> like the snuggle. What is it? You know, you need a snuggler. 
You don't have a, yeah. I don't have a fake one. You need a you need to buy one of those snuggle blankets. That <laughs> way you got something to snuggle with all the time. I, have, I can't remember what the thing is my mother bought us all. Yeah. It's this massive it's this massive hoodie. Yes. And it, I can't remember what it was called. It's not a snuggie because a snuggie is the one you put on backwards. Oh, when you yeah. yeah. That's funny. I'm sorry, folks. It's been a long couple of weeks. It's, uh, you know. Okay. So here, what we're going to do is we actually, one of the TikToks that Jay sent me or I sent him, I don't know how, but we do that a lot if we're ever TikToking and we see something that might trigger our interest, not necessarily just on the podcast, but just in general. Right. The the way we do is we send it to each other. That way we have copies of it. I mean, you hit, you hit favorite or hit the like button or whatever. And it just categorizes it like ridiculous. When I first got in it, I was hitting like on everybody just to give them points. Right. And I realized that's not a good idea. And I don't know how to go in and delete all that. So I could have 10,000 of them. Now I'm being extremely picky about what I favor and what I send, you know, because this stuff to me is interesting. Yeah. There was one that Jay just listened to and it was a talk show guy from England. He's a light skinned guy and he started off as a comedian, but now he does talk shows and he talked about the right to sex. Oh yeah. yeah. So, and he explained it in a three minute TikTok, whatever, you know, whoever downloaded it or whatever. Right. But it's very in, extremely interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We may cover that one in a, a future episode. Yeah, we might. Yeah. Because on the flip side of that, we both got another one that was about a lady that was tall, deep voice, had an Adam's apple. And she decided, after years and years and years of being a woman, she decided she was going to be become a man. Right. And then, after a year, I think it was, was a year yeah. of being a man, she or he took their own life because of how poorly he was treated yeah. by women. Right. Now, I'm sure this guy had some mental issues beforehand. Right. But but it only compounded the issue. Yes. Yeah, I know. And I could shave my face and put a wig on and stuff like that, but ain't no man gonna be chasing me in a bar, you know. <laughs> I'd have to do a little extra work. I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it 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 makes the sense of, oh my God, if if we could all lip side that for even twenty four hours, right? Live in a woman's head. For 24 hours, let them live in your head. Right. Two things are going to happen. They're going to, you know, both of them are going to go gay, or they're going to go, oh, my God, I never imagined, and now I understand. Right. And those are the people I want to hang with, the ones that understand and are willing to work with. Right. You know, the the stupid on the other side of the table. Right. And I say that because (laughs) I think women— think poorly and they think we think poorly and or whatever the situation is. I'm not saying one's better than the other. We just think poorly. I don't know if I mean a woman could handle what's in this head, you know, just say, Hey, women, women can handle pain. We couldn't have children. It would kill us. I know. 
they we have they have their ups and downs. It would be unbelievably amazing to go like what's his name? The star athlete, the the guy that married the Kardashian's mother, Chris, and Oh yeah, yeah, a, yeah. I know you're talking about. He's the one that needs to come on this podcast or a podcast and talk about the differences. The only problem with him is everybody knows who he is. I know. So they know he went from a man to a woman. If he wasn't so visible, right, it'd be the different. Hollywood guy, it'd be different. Right. Yeah, I know who you're talking. Okay, so today's discussion is questions you should ask on the first date. Yes. And so this was an interesting one because, you know, me and Nick are constantly, you know, doing different things, you know, looking at TikToks, looking at Facebook stuff. I mean, just life experiences, you know, and we, you know, some of these things we apply to our own lives and, okay, what can we do to make ourselves better? You know, it's, it's about self-growth, you know, and, you know, making yourself a better person. So you always have to kind of expose yourself to a different train of thought, I think. Sort of like the how to be a 3% man. That's not in my wheelhouse. That's not something that I normally would do. But it was a good book to think about the other way of looking at things. Right. You not know? taking it to the extreme like he did. Right. But it gave me some great insight on some things, and I disagreed with some others. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, that's that's the beauty of, you know, some of these TikToks is you get somebody else's point of view, and it spurs a thought, spurs a conversation is what I like to do. And yep. that's the whole point. Um, but we he had three points that, you know, he said these are three questions that you would ask a woman that's going to make her interested, I guess, is his, his viewpoint. Or It'll not, make you different than any other man that she's gone out with. Make you stand out. Make exactly. you stand out. Exactly. Yes. That's what said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make you stand out. And I think that's a, you know, that's a good analogy. I, I got no problem with that. I don't know that I 100% agree with him, but, you know, eh. What does it what does it matter? Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. But it's funny because when we started talking about this, um, Nick actually brought up uh questions you should ask on the first date because they have a whole website dedicated to this, right? More than one. More Believe than one. Me. Right. Right. So let, let's let's start off this show, okay? Talking about the three that he asked. Okay. And then and then we'll go in, you know, and then we'll have some fun with some of the ones from your website. So because I, I would love to hear we'll we'll try to do as many as we as we can within the hour of the show. But I think it'd be a lot of fun just to kind of go through these and say, yes, no, these guys must be crazy. You know, have you ever done that? Is there a question you ask on the first date that maybe you shouldn't have, or maybe you're glad you did, you right. know? And so, but, uh, so we'll go his, th his three first. I did write yeah. them down so we don't have to go back and listen to any videos. So this, this should be interesting. So first things first, 
What does she look for in a man? Ask her what she looks for in a man. See, I love that. Okay. Here, here's what's going to happen, in, in my opinion, now because we just started talking about this. So okay. haven't had a chance to really mull over it a lot. Right. My first thought process in this question is, number one, you're going to determine whether she's going to tell you the truth or she's going to make up something by her reaction. Right. So if you study anything at all, body language and facial expressions, right. if they if you ask them a question and they look up and to the left, that means they're accepting the part of the brain that's looking for the true answer of how they feel and what they think. If they look up and to the right, they're looking at the creative side of the brain and they're gonna make shit up. Right. Yeah. So right off the bat. That any of these questions, if they catch her off guard, she's going to show you, or he, either way. I right, mean, right. I'm just say that because, but it, it, you're going to be able to pay attention and see how they respond or react to the question. If they pull back and then they go, wow, you know, and they're, they're trying, you can see they're struggling trying to figure out the answer. Right. If they do that. When they do that, they're like, wow, I I couldn't even imagine. Let me think about that. As soon as they do, they're going to look up and to the right to try to figure out what they can say that's the right thing so that they can get the steak and lobster dinner. <laughs> the right? steak and lobster dinner. <laughs> if they look at you and go, wow, that's a great question. Let me tell you. And they'll look up and to the left, and then they'll spit it out like no problem. Those are the people that are secure with themselves, that know what they want, and they're going to be, they're, they don't have a problem telling you exactly what I want. What if they never lose eye contact? See, now that's, they could do that. It depends. If they don't lose eye contact and they immediately look right you in the eye and they hesitate and then they go, well, that's a great question. And they continue to hesitate to try to find the answer. Right. And they're not looking anywhere, you can tell. Right. If they if they pull away but still keep eye contact, you know it caught them off guard and now they're in panic mode right. or they're in defensive mode. Right. And if they so cross gonna, their arms, if they're like, Wow, oh, oh. you've closed you them see, off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You just looked up and to the left, even though you crossed your arms. Yeah hesitated because you're now searching for the truth in your head yeah so yeah it gets really confusing when you do all that because when they're how hard are you thinking about all of that going on after you ask the question so, <laughs> yeah that's where i get lost i'm more concerned with i want to be unequivocally focused on what they're about to say right and i'm thinking about all those things that's my problem I only look at if they're open or if they're closed. You know, if they lean back and they start doing this whole thing or, you know, they're kind of whatever. Right. Then that means something I said closed them off. They're they're protecting themselves. They put up a wall. They put up a barrier. Right. You know? But if they continue to have that hand open, you know, on the side of the table and they're eating and they're still talking. They're still open. They're still right. receiving what you're saying. 
they're responding to what you're saying. You haven't thrown them into a defensive mode, you know? Right. And so I think that's, that's only one of the few things that I really notice. I don't notice the feet pointing at you or not. You know, there are tones that you can listen for. Sometimes I can pick up on those. But the big thing is is body language. If they lean back, they cross their arms, are they welcoming, you know, those types of things. If they're leaning in and they're just kind of tapping you on the hand or, you know, whatever, you know, those, if they keep inching closer and closer to your hand, you know, those Put their hands on the table. Yes, exactly. Now, if their hands are underneath the table and they're leaning down, they're hiding, yes. trying to hide. Yes. Yeah, so there's 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 def- definitely two different aspects there. You're right. So because so we lost sight of the question. Sorry. No, what no, no. It, it, it's it, it, but it's a valid point. What does she look for in a man? Because here's the here's the point. How she responds. It, it's not just the answer, but it's how she answers. Like you said, it's the body language and and all of those things. Because if she if she closes up and she's like, well, I'm looking for a guy who's this and this and and who can support me and and it's six, like six, six, yeah, and all that exactly. Yeah. It's just like okay, you can tell she's already kind of in a defensive mode because she knows her standards are higher than they should be. Right. Okay. She already knows. That if she told you the truth, you're going to run for the hill. Let's just be honest. Well, that's when <laughs> hopefully you ask the question before dinner because you go, well, we're just going to have an appetizer and share that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A <laughs> cup of coffee, maybe a cappuccino. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's an important thing to do from now on. I'm not going out on a date for dinner. It's going to be either a drink or coffee. Right. I'm tired of paying for these. Well, you'd be surprised. night meals. I know. You'd be surprised there are a lot of women that are now doing that. They're making the up. Yeah. Admit it. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about there are a lot of women that will do the coffee thing. Oh, because, yeah, yeah. Because they don't want you to spend a lot of money on them in case the, the date doesn't work out. I've actually been with a couple of women, and they flat out said, I don't do meals on the first date. I want to make sure I'm attracted to you before I, you, know, you buy me dinner. Right. That that's their attitude. See, that's not my luck. <laughs> my luck is I want to go to the most expensive restaurant and I'm gonna beeline it out of there <laughs> as soon as my last bite is done. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, Shit. we've talked about Bullshit. that. I've I've got friends that have flat out told me, you know how many times I've been on a first date just because I wanted a free meal? And it's really sad. On purpose. I know. Really? I can't even fathom doing that to somebody. Yeah, me either. Swear to God. I don't know if it's my upbringing or just it just wanting to have integrity in my life, but... <laughs> no. yeah. Integrity, buddy. Come on. Oh, yeah. Integrity. But, you know, I, how do they... How, how do you fucking sleep at night? I'm sorry. How... I know. To just flat-ass take advantage of somebody, don't even like them, and you don't even care... I just want a free meal. Right. See how many free meals I can get out of you. The first one, shame on you. The second one, shame on me. Yeah. Because if I fell for it two times in a row, and my dumbass has. Right. Yeah. I, I can't believe I haven't had a drink in weeks. I know. 
And I had one on Saturday night. See, now you're drinking more than me. Whatever. I'm not drinking because I drank too much and had to stop. I just got tired of drinking. I know. I know. I actually wanted to open up a beer tonight, and I was just like, eh. Didn't sound good. See, and I, anyway. I actually, for me, and I know we're a little off subject, but for me, I actually had, because it was cold on Saturday. And you remember I worked all, I worked most oh, of the yeah. day, you know. Right. And it was yeah. super windy. It's cold, you know, so it, it was, yeah. I was exhausted. I I had a basically a glass of mead. That was all it was. You know. Nice. Yeah. And a little ice. You know. Not like it was it was just a little little scotch glass, you know, not even a big glass, just a, a little scotch glass. So Yeah. You know. Blueberry anyway. meat. Huh? And to put your chest. Blueberry meat to put hair on your chest. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so made a lot of people jealous. But okay, so but to go back to the point. Um, that's, a, you know, what does she look for in a man? And I mean, I think that's, that's a, an interesting one. It's a great question because here's the whole thing. How many women are going to want to be honest? I'm looking for a guy with six figures. Yeah. Are they going to be honest? No. They're going to say, I don't care how much he makes as long as he can take care of me. Well, now there are some women that are flat out say, I expect a certain lifestyle. Yes. And, now, and they're, they're honest they about it. If they said that to me, I'd be like, all right, define lifestyle. Yes. Do there have to be 40, 50 foot yachts and shopping for $10,000 a day and stuff like that? Then, yeah, no. But what are you expecting as a lifestyle? Right. And if she comes back, well, I really don't want to live in a trailer park in Alvin, you know, and having to ride a horse to work, then, you know, Okay, I can, I can, yeah. No, no, no. See, yeah, exactly. Because I think there are a lot of people, like, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I've lived in a trailer before. I don't want to live in a trailer again. You right. know, I, I, I will, I live in an apartment, but I don't necessarily want to live in a trailer again. Maybe right. a townhouse, townhome over an apartment just because of, you know, me and the kids. But, you know, when I start to get older, I, you know. I'm not going to sweat that kind of stuff, I guess. I just don't, not a particular big fan of trailer homes. So, I, I, and I agree with you, and we've all done it, been there. Done that, you know, exactly. Scratch it <clears throat> off the bucket list, it ain't happening again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're, yeah. It, it would really be nice to have somebody that actually flat out is honest about that portion of a relationship. Right, right. You know, I, I've got, you know, she could say, I have a degree. And I want to live a certain type of lifestyle. I want to live in a nice house. I want to drive a nice car. Right. I don't need extravagant things. You know, we right. don't need a jet and a Rolls Royce and a drive, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, if she said, you know, look, I, I make 80, a hundred grand a year. And the person I want to be with needs to make 80 to a hundred grand a year. That way we can have a, you know, 3000 square foot home, two nice cars. Okay, you know nice what? Vacations here, yeah. right? Right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a reasonable expectation from me. Okay, <laughs> I wouldn't say that's an unreasonable expectation. Right. You know, so you know, and you know, we we are going to need a three thousand square foot home because you know, between my stuff and her stuff, you know, it's we got to have room to put it all. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why do you have all those pods out in your backyard? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I'm learning to be a minimalist. I'm throwing everything away. See, and I I live in a two bedroom apartment, and ninety percent of my stuff is in my bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, I got a motorcycle and stuff that's left from Bandera in my garage, but that's all going away too now. That was too much for me. Right. Anyway, we are getting way off the subject. Yeah, let's so. get back on. Anyway, but yeah. Well, but no, we were staying on the subject about the, you know, expectations from a woman. You know. Right. So I, I think it just, you have to, I think it's a great, great question. Because it's, it's a great question for her to ask you. It's not just asking the woman, what does she look for in a man? But what do you look for in a woman? You know, can you be honest with the woman? You know, and so like, you know, it's pretty funny because actually one of the things I expect, um, I actually put in my profile, probably one of the reasons why I wasn't getting, getting a lot of hits. But my, <laughs> my big thing was, is I don't want a high maintenance woman. Right. Uh, just being honest, okay? I'm sorry, but if you are the type of woman that likes to go out and shop a lot and always has to have makeup on and always has to be, like, fixed up really nice because you have to impress the neighbors and the whatever, I'm sorry, but you're just not going to be the type of person for me. Right. You know? I'm not worried about impressing anyone outside of my house. That's a man's mentality. And a woman's mentality is she's more concerned about what a stranger thinks about her than the ones closest to her. Right. On a majority rules. Not, you know, not yeah. all women. Not all but women. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because I was about to say, there are a couple of really good women that I've met over the years that they like to fix themselves up for their man. Right. But they also like to be comfortable and just live right. a normal you know, or what I call a normal, but you know, you know what I mean. It, they don't yeah, yeah. mind waking up in the morning, no makeup on, putting on a t-shirt and, you know, shorts and just doing whatever around the house the, you know, that's, that's the kind of thing. It's, it's, it's like, she likes, she likes to do it both. And when she does, if you go out on a date, she wants to make herself look nice for you, right. not for everybody else. Yes. It's for you. So. I were single. Yeah, I know. Fair very enough. few women are like that. But it is very attractive to us men to have you in shorts and a T-shirt, you know, walking around the house or laying on the couch, snuggling, watching TV or whatever it is, with no makeup on, you know, yeah, that's yeah, the best. Just no expectation. It's just you yeah, are beautiful the best. way you are. Yeah, exactly. So yep. I know it's it's funny, but, yeah, it's not a, not a popular opinion. There, they're out there. We just, you know, we we just need to keep wrangling them in. Somewhere. Yeah, they're a few and far between. So. Right. <laughs> okay. Next item on the agenda. Next question. Definition of a relationship. That's a good one for me. Okay. Because I definitely want to know that. Do is this uh, friends with benefits? Is it a situationship? Are you looking to work towards a full-time monogamous, keyword here, monogamous relationship? Right. Right. Um, 
effort. I think that's a big one. Are you looking for a relationship where, you know, the guy does everything and you do nothing? Or are you looking for a relationship where you're the alpha? You know, there's a lot of different aspects of that. And, and you know, it was funny. We talked about it in our previous show. I, I want someone and you want someone that matches our effort. Matches our energy, yes. Yeah, matches our energy. But, you know, that that's not everyone's not like that. Some people, they just want someone who will be with them and let them do everything. I was at work yesterday. Yeah. And this guy, young guy, late 20s, early 30s. Right. Just about every other sentence he did, said, he talked about his wife. Okay. She's a stay-at-home mom. They have kids. He has zero control over anything. Okay. Doesn't take care of the finances. She does all that. She does the cooking and the cleaning and the taking care of the kids. This guy does not know how to scratch his ass Without unless she help. does it for him. Right. And to listen to this guy talk, because I was over there for about three hours working with this guy, and uh, every other word, you know, we were talking about the the uh, what what, are the, what do you call the blues, the fire retardant? Yeah, yeah, FRCs, yeah, and FRCs. Thank you. He was just like, I, I don't know. My wife washes them. You know, everything that he says, I don't know how much money I got. The wife takes care of that. You know. Right. My wife picked out my truck. My wife, my wife. I mean, that's everything came out of this guy's mouth. Right. She controls the roost. Right. But it also sounded like he was the alpha male, but she did everything. Almost not like he demanded her to be that way. Like they just found their niche between the two of them. Right. That's what she wanted. She wanted to be a housewife and run the household. Right. And he wanted to be the breadwinner. Right. And to hear that man, every time his wife, the words wife came out of his mouth, he almost got on his knees because he worshiped that woman of every part of his being. But, and I was impressed with that. Right. But see, the funny like, thing is, is that's, go ahead. He found it. Right. Yeah. If I mean, she's the same way. Now, I don't know who she is. I never met her. I don't know. Right. Right. But see, but that's an interesting one because they found a situation that worked for them. Right. They met each other's needs. Yep. He wants he wanted to find a woman that wanted to stay at home, take care of the kids, take care of the house, and he just basically all he had to do go to work, bring the money home, and she'd take care of him. Yep. You know? Is he works up cars and does his stuff in the garage and does the yard. Right. Way talk. Right. Exactly. It's not like he's going out and hanging out with his friends getting drunk. No. He, he, he never said anything like that. Yeah. He takes care of his responsibilities. She takes care of hers. And it, it's a mutual kind of meet each other needs situation. So yeah. the funny thing is, is you wonder if the, her conversations with her friends are similar. Are yeah. My husband, my husband, my husband. My husband, you know, you know he, he really goes and he works hard and he really takes care of and our lawn looks nice and I have a really nice put over me and my kid's head and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I've got everything that I need and want. Yeah. Yeah. That's 
they're going to be together forever if that's the way it is. Yes. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear the other side of that story because that's it would be. that that is an interesting one. But that doesn't necessarily it's a bad one. I know people no. are going to be like, "Oh, that's just a horrible situation. How dare you?" Dude, there's nothing. There are a lot of guys and and me being one of them who used to do this. When you have a stay-at-home wife, you you don't mind letting her handle the finances. Cuz right. half the time we're working long hours. You know, so sometimes it's nice to have someone who can manage all that, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I just used to tell my wife, you know, look, OK, now I didn't she didn't pick my truck. My truck's my truck. I picked that. But well, I mean, still, but but still. But I actually, you know, I would say, hey, look, I want to buy this. Work it into the budget. You know, right. it, it's like I work my butt off, you know, and I put a lot of effort to make sure we have extra money and we have everything we need. You know, so when I was looking for that one kind of little reward, that little something to kind of reward myself for all that extra effort, you know, that's what I would say. Okay, this is what I want to buy. You work it into the budget. If it took a couple of paychecks, it took a couple of paychecks, but she would always work it into the budget. Right, and she did the same. Yes. Whenever she wanted something, she would say, hey, this is what I want. I'm going to be working it into the budget. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, there's fair. nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Fair is fair. So, yeah. That's, I, now, see, I had a housewife, and I expected certain things to be done and not demanding or degrading in any way. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. When she, when we first met, she got pregnant. We got married. She was working, and she said, "I want to stay at home, mom." And I sat, we sat down, and we came to a decision on what that definition is. Right. Dinner on the table. You take everything. I'm going to start working harder. Right. So that we have, actually, when she quit her job, we actually had more money coming in because daycare was taking up more than her paycheck. Right. Exactly. Ridiculous. But anyway. So it worked out really well, right. and it worked for us for God, however many years. And when she decided to go to school <coughs> full time, right, I became the housewife. Right. So I flat out looked at her, and I'm like, "You need to expect things from me while you're going to school. Let's sit down and talk about it." Right. And we did. And she did, and she wasn't an ass about it, you know. Right. She was. She had her moments. We all have our moments. Right. But, so, yeah, there are there are certain things to that, but I love that question. Yeah. Definition of a relationship. What are your kind of what are your expectations? And I love the fact that you brought up the situationship and all of those different because you know it's you know what is it? There's a funny TikTok going around. They're talking about the different levels of, you know, the first first time you're dating. It's like, okay, we're talking. And then you're in a situationship, you know? And it's like, I think they went through four things before somebody was actually in a relationship. You know, it was funny as hell. Yeah, so, the step you have to take. Yeah. Because I know exactly what I would tell a woman if she asked me that question. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. After the, this is a first date, right? Right. And if, after this first day, we're going straight back to my house to see how good you are in bed, and then we'll figure it out from there. Oh, listen, yeah. No, I, no, like, I mean, yeah. I would, I would flat out say, 
I'm looking for a best friend. I'm looking for a long-term relationship. Right. I'm looking for somebody that's willing to work with me on setting up our relationship, responsibilities, boundaries, structure, discipline, all of the above. Mutual energy. To, yeah. Mutual, and, and be able to give and take on that. If you have an opinion, I'm doing something that you don't think's right, I should be able to handle your corrective criticism, not your down talk, because I would never talk down to somebody. Right. I Well, I say I never would. I never intend to. Yes. You know, I might word it poorly, because I've done that in the past, but my intent was, I don't think you really understand what you did, and, it, you know, whatever. Right. So... I wouldn't have a problem. That would be a conversation. That one question alone, if they asked me that, would take a while to answer. Right. I would just bleh, the whole thing. Right. But I don't know. What, I don't know if that's a great first date question. That's my problem. Is because do you really want to get that serious on first date? Yeah. Good point. That's a really good point. Because I would. I mean, if I was comfortable across the table, I would flat out. All right. I'd whip out, I'd, I'd go, hold that thought. I got the notebook out in the car. You know, yeah, there you go. Exactly. Okay, so are we ready to move on to third question? Yes. And then we'll do some comedy ones. Okay. Okay. Third question. Where do you see yourself in five years? And that's another one. It's another great question. Do you see yourself single in five years? Right. Do you see yourself married in five years? What do you want? Do you want to stay single and date? Do you, are you looking with a friends with benefits or a situationship or a long-term relationship? What are you looking for? Right. You know, five years from now, where do you want to be? Right. Yeah. My immediate response to that is retired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting close. There you go. There you are go. you ready to retire with me? Yeah. Then let's go. Yeah. So retired you're killing me i mean how 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 would you respond to that where do i want to be in five years yeah um that's a good question i think i you know it was really funny because somebody said what are you looking for and i remember my response was and this is a cheesy response but this just kind of gives you an idea what i'm looking for is to find someone I can sit on the front porch and look at them while they look at the sunset and be happy. Nothing wrong with that. So, a little cheesy. But, I mean, you know, that's, that's, I'm looking for that person that is, what is it, the last, your, your last first date, you know, your last first kiss. Last first yeah. yeah, that that kind of situation, you know, sitting on rocking chairs on the front porch in the country, watching the sunset, you know, that type of stuff. That yeah, right. cheesy, but that's what I'm looking for. You know, I I do. I want to I want to leave the city and move out into the country, and I just want to be able to, you know, tinker out there in the woods. You know, chop down a tree, clear out some space maybe build a shop, do some woodworking. But I want somebody by my side, somebody that I could share that with. And they're going to have their own, you know, little things that they like to do. You right. know, um, 
So, you know, maybe we need a, uh, what is it? Um, a she cave, you know? A she, uh, call it a man cave. What do they call it? It's a she shed oh, and a man she cave. Shed. Yeah, it's a, a she, a she shed, shed and a man cave. So we're literally going to have a shared area where I can have my stuff and her stuff too, but it's going to be that away from the house, you know, yeah. yeah, woodworking, whatever, you know, that kind of, you know, I mean, if she likes woodworking, hey, then it's a joint area, you know, but it, the point is that there's some things that I would love to see five years from now. I would honestly love to be moved away from Atascacita. My goal is to live in Magnolia area in the country. Five, ten acres is what I would love to do. Right. You know, even if I don't have a house, working towards building a house, you know, if I got to live in a trailer for a short time until I get my house built, I would be okay with that. Because right. you're sacrificing okay. for a future. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing. See, it would be hard for me to grasp that part of it. Where do I see myself in five years if they ask me that question? The house and the amenities and things like that wouldn't factor in. I think the emotional part of it would be more of my thought process. I'm looking for my best friend. Yeah. I'm looking for somebody that the minute I wake up, and the minute I go to sleep, I'm thinking about them. Right. And they do match my energy because I want somebody that's funny, positively motivated to a certain degree. If I come to you and say something, I don't want a negative response. Right. I want your positive take on my negative reaction to whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I want somebody that thinks positive first. Well... I, I have found that that is very, very, very hard to find these days. It, it is. I will agree with you. But, you know, it's funny. You, you talk about, you know, I was talking about where do I want to live and things like that. But, you know, in a way that can judge where they are because how they respond to it will help you also decide whether they are the match for you or not. Because, okay, if I tell you that I want to live in the country, that tells you a little bit about my personality. Right. It tells you a little bit about where I want to be. Okay, you know where I'm at. This tells you where I want to be, and it tells you the ambition I have to get there. And it, and it makes sense. There's no right or wrong on this. Right, yeah. However, I'm just saying that that wouldn't, my first thought process would be, because I'm, I'm struggling over the last 10 years of being single as to find that that positive, sarcastic, <laughs> funny, upbeat, you know, that kind of thing. I know what you mean. And and I, 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 I'm a fanatic about sexual innuendo. Love it. I love cutting up like that. Right. And I want to find somebody that can come back at me when I do that. Right. You know? I, I definitely want somebody that enjoys intimacy, like we talked about in our, in our last couple episodes or whatever. Right. Not necessarily the physical part of sex. Right. Now, that's an important factor, too. I don't want to be with somebody 
that wants to have sex once every couple months, you right. know, that kind of thing. Right. I, I'm a little bit, I want a little bit more activity in the bedroom more than that. And it's, it's a big deal. Right. Well, because when I don't, men need that intimacy to feel, I want to feel wanted. I haven't felt wanted in, I don't know how many dates or people that I've dated. Right. I've been struggling and begging for their attention instead of actually getting it without, I would be, I, I don't know what kind of person I would be if I actually got it. Okay. Can I say okay. something? Is this going to sound harsh? Of course. Go ahead. And maybe this is just my observation. Okay. Okay. Based on what I know and some of your comments. But it seems like lately women are more interested in the money than they are in the person. Well, you Good. made the comment earlier. You know, they really want a really nice meal on that first date. Yeah, but these are just one date, one date. Things. I know. I'm talking about the ones that I've dated over a course of time. Right. That actually pay for every other meal. Okay. Okay. And buy groceries and cook dinner. Right. And, well, you know, well I, I, we were talking about first dates, so that's why I was yeah, kind of yeah. made that comment. So I, I kind of expanded into a long-term relationship thing that's with fair. that question. Yeah, that's true. So, Good point. Good yeah. point. Yeah. No, I've had I've had a few of those hurry up and get out of there after the first date and a meal, you know. Right. But I'm talking about the ones that I've dated, the the feeling of feeling wanted from them I never received. Right. I fought to get it. Right. You shouldn't and, have to fight to get that. No. And then eventually they get tired of giving it because they're tired of you fighting for it. The bad part about some of these people in this world, this is male or female, they get to the point when you want something, they're purposely not going to give it to you right. because they're sick of you asking for it. Right. And I've come to find out that every woman in my life that I've ever dated has gotten to that point. Really? Because I never, I never found that person that made me feel wanted. Okay. I had to go get that from them. All right. Okay. So we're running out of time. We got 10 minutes left. We still have another question. No, well, we did all did we three. We did all three. We did all, all three. Right. We, all right. Okay. You want to have some fun with this? Yes. Okay. Let's have some fun. Rest of the question. Okay. So, um, what's something that you want to learn or wish you were better at? Funny or serious? Doesn't matter. Oh, you're asking me. I'm asking you. Oh. This is a question that you can... Yeah, I'm just asking the question, but these are questions you should ask on the first day. Okay? Yeah. So what was it again? What, what's something you want to learn or wish you were better at? Oh, my God. Come on, I, women. I you, 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 here you go, I'm, women. Uh, you're going to find out the, some, something about Nick. Come on. This is a fun. Here we go. How to make, how to make more money. Okay. Okay. So. How to make more money. Okay. How to make this podcast go viral. Oh, there you go. Good one. I love that one. Okay, there you go. But yeah, this is literally, I'm reading, it's literally a website for 10 perfect questions to ask on the first date to really get to know someone. Ooh. 
Okay. It's kind of funny. Um, Here's one. Go ahead. Here's, I got one. What are some random funny facts about you? Random funny facts about me. Random fun facts about you. Oh, funny random fa- fun. Okay. Facts about you. Okay. Random fun facts about me. Oof. You wear your underwear backwards. Uh, no. That's funny. <laughs> I don't know where that's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Front, back, inside out, front, back again. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yesterday. No. Uh, let's see. Fun facts about me is, you know, I have my own podcast. You know, there you go. There you go. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm an introvert. I actually, okay, I'll tell you this. It was funny. I was at the walk this weekend. Okay, just for those who know or don't know, I uh, work, um, I am on the committee for the suicide prevention walk that happens every year in the greater Houston area. Great cause. If you're not involved, get involved, donate. It, it's a great cause. Um, but I actually was talking with one of the other committee members and I made a comment about being an introvert and she just kind of looked at me like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm an introvert. She's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I said, yes, actually I am. I said, when I'm around people, I know my crowd. I said, I'm a loud and obnoxious person. I, I'm the extroverted introvert. I said, but I have to be in my crowd. I have to be in my element most of the time. Comfort zone. My yeah. comfort zone. I said, and it was funny because I was like, see, and I said, you know, the funny thing is, is I'm going to leave this. I said, after I've been extroverted and trying to, you know, help everybody out and work this event, because I'm passionate about the, the, the cause and the event. I said, I'm going to go home and I'm going to decompress. I'm going to need my quiet time. I'm going to need to. <laughs> and they just kind of looked at me and started laughing. And I'm like, you have no idea. I was like, I throw a party every year. It's loud and it's obnoxious. I said, and at 10 o'clock, I open my, bo- my door and I was like, you know, I don't care where you go, but you got to leave here. I was like, 10 o'clock, I kick <laughs> everyone out of my house. And so she's like, she just kind of looks at me like, really? And I'm like. She's like, well, they are friends and family, so they do know you, so they probably understand what you're like. And I'm like, exactly. They yeah. understand I need to decompress. I need to, I can only take so much of this craziness before I have to unplug and go and, you know. So right. it's, it's, we did that whole, what is it, the introvert versus the extrovert. Every time somebody comes and interacts with you, it takes a deposit, it takes something away from you. And after a while, you just run out of gas. And what yep. happens? And the extrovert takes all that and puts it in their pocket and uses it. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. But but neither one of them are, are good or bad. You know, I've, no. I've been an extrovert my whole life, and I think I'm turning the corner to the introvert these past, I don't know how many years. Right. You know, you if I actually go out to a bar or a club, it's a rare occasion. Right, right. But you know, the, go ahead. My passion is riding a motorcycle. They had the big rally last weekend. Didn't even get a chance to go. And wasn't that upset about it. Right. But when I do go, I go when there's nobody there. Right. On Thursday when it first opens up. And unless I'm with a bunch of people like my group, I'll go down there on a Saturday, but you bet your butt I'm going to be off Galveston Island before dark. Right. 
especially if I'm going to be on the bike. But so, but that that's a fun fact is just the fact that you know I'm an introvert, even though when I'm around family and friends, it doesn't seem that way. You know, when we went to Renfest, I wasn't acting like an introvert. Right, but, you were not. Exactly. Absolutely, were not. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> I'm saying that in a good way. I know. We I know. Last. We that did was have like a blast. Yep. Ever. We really had a good time. We had a great time. We had a great time. Great company. Great people. It was fun. Okay. So is it your turn? I don't know. I got a would you rather. Oh. We've done a uh, okay. Of- okay. Yeah. We've done some would you rathers. Go ahead. One of them just says, you know, a good joke. Oh. Uh, See, actually, okay, so this this is a good one. I like this one. Do you? Because this is where I determine if they can match my sixth sense of humor. Because here's the whole thing. If they can't take my joke, it's probably not going to work out. It's just, you know, it, because here's the whole thing. You want them to be like your best friend. It's the person you're living with. You want right. to be able to tell your stupid joke, you know, right. sick, if you stupid, tell the joke, dad she jokes. There for dinner. Yeah, I know, right? If she laughs and giggles and does a hair flip. You're in. You're in exactly. <laughs> but, but I mean, but it, but it's funny, you know. We talk about that, but yeah, I mean, I, I, telling a joke is really key. In my opinion, you have to tell the joke. I don't care what anyone says. Well, what if she gets offended? Then you know. That it's probably not going to work out. Doesn't matter how attracted to you. Yeah, exactly. Not the same energy. No. Now, see, every time somebody goes, if they ask me that question, what's your favorite joke? I would instantly go blank. I don't like have a right favorite now, joke. I can't even think of a joke. Yeah, I don't have a favorite joke. I I could I could probably go find some dad jokes, but I don't have a favorite oh, yeah. joke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The only joke that I can remember anytime anybody asks me a a, a joke. It's inappropriate, and it's a blonde joke. And it's just, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's not something that, you know, I would tell. So um, now if I told the joke and they laughed, oh, okay, you know, because you got to realize, what was it? When we were in high school, that's all we did. We told blonde jokes all the time, you know? And so those are the jokes I remember because they've been with me for years. So, but it's kind of funny. I mean, but yeah, I mean, if you wanted a clean joke, it'd be like, you know, uh, what do you call a pig that learns karate? You know, something like that. Yeah. What? (laughs) What happens when a white horse falls in the mud? That's a dirty joke. Oh, yeah. Get it? No. Here's the way I've done it in the past. Okay. I have asked on a first date, who is your favorite comedian? Oh, no, that's a good one. Because if they pick a comedian that I like that's crass and, it, it you know, sexual right. innuendo all over the place, then we're going to have fun. We're going to have, yes, exactly. Right. right. But if you, you know, if you pick somebody that's very dry and not that funny and, you know, but intellectual, like there are a lot of comedians that tell intellectual jokes and people that aren't highly intelligent. Don't, don't get, get it. it. Yeah. No. Right. Oh. So okay. That, I've asked that question so, before just to see. So what if they told you they like Mr. Bean? Yes or no? Like. Mm, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I would hope they would say something like Cat Williams. Uh, okay, okay. Because he's very crass and, you know. I know, I know. If they can handle that kind of humor. Right. Good to go. I'm not saying that's the way I want to live my life with that kind of dirty, sarcastic. But if they can handle that. Right. But the point is, I've yeah. Always, go ahead. I've, I've always said the woman that would match my energy has to be a tough lady. And I'll tell you why. I've lived in all aspects of family. I've had family that's lived in a trailer park with no education. I lived with middle-class people, middle-to-upper-class yep. people. Right. I've I've been upper-class. I have upper-class relatives. Yeah, tuxedo that, parties and things like yes, that. Exactly. I, and one weekend, I went from a trailer park party to a 3,000-square-foot home-on-the-lake party with, you know, casual dress to Rice University's black tie main event. Right. So you're going from trailer park to the elite uppities. Yes, exactly. Society's elite uppities. That was the most exhausting weekend I think I've ever had in my entire life to be able to put on those different hats. Right. And I always thought, if I could find a woman that could pull that off, that's the woman for me. Right. You yeah. know how hard that is? Oh, dude, I'm telling you, it was not easy. No, I know. I know. Okay, so we're going to be wrapping up soon, but... uh Okay, what's what was it? Uh, um, I would say you know they have what's your favorite place on earth, but yeah. you know See, my, we're looking at the same my, website now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my problem with that one is, is they'd be like beat your mountains. Yeah, I don't want to hear that anymore. It's on your profile. I don't need to know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Are you working on any personal passionate <laughs> projects? Oh, okay. That, was a good that is a good one. Um, yeah, me, my podcast, that's a passionate project, um, suicide prevention. See, the beauty of that one is, is I know what I'm passionate about and, you know, I'm, I'm in touch with that side of, of my life, you know, um, you know, I, I had a wonderful time this year. I mean, it's, it's kind of affected our podcast a little bit because of the, how busy I got towards the end with the whole walk right. and the committee. But I, it, it was stressful. It was mentally exhausting. Yes. It wasn't emotionally exhausting. It was mentally exhausting. So let's clarify. So it didn't emotionally drag me down at all. Just right. mentally exhausting. But being a part of the committee for the walk was such a really good thing, right. you know. Um, I can't always give a lot of money to the cause, so I give my time. Right. And sometimes that's what they need more than anything, is somebody, exactly. you know, who can give their time. And, you know, but that, that was something that was very important to me. I actually, at this event, was actually part of the whole opening ceremonies and everything. So it was really good for me. I had a I great time. I saw a picture on Facebook. Right. Where you put the sand. That was really awesome. Yeah, it was. was. Really awesome. Yeah, so. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, no. And so, yeah, for me, that one's an easy. What about you? Passion. You know. I'm kind of in a lull with that. 
I think my passion right now, if I was to say anything, is to learn me. Okay. I need to understand me because I've been, I, I've always joked that my picker's broke. Well, whose fault is that? It's yeah. mine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I need to work on me to learn how to fix my picker. Right. You Not pecker. Picker. Yeah. You've been pretty passionate about the podcast, though, because it actually contributes to Absolutely. that passion. Well, that's that's a that's a derivative of right. me working on myself. This podcast is a great help. Right. Right. You've realized about a lot about yourself over the year and a half we've been doing this. Yes. So. And it's because you and I talk about it right. and we get it out. And I hear a difference of opinion than what's in my head. Right. You know, well, that, whether it's right or wrong or anything like that, it doesn't matter that we're talking about it is something to put down. A, I never thought of that. I need to put that in the, you know, put that in the Rolodex and remember it. Well, and, you know, I think some of that, too, we've said this in the past, is hearing it said out loud makes you go, wait, wait, what? Did I just? Say that that doesn't sound right and it's like okay well, wait i just said that but that's not what i meant right i have listened to our podcast and went wow i really said it that way yeah it's not what my head you know and i've had problems in my relationships when they say i don't know if you're serious or if you're joking i can't tell by your mannerisms right and like Oh, wow, I, I, you know. Well, uh, go ahead. I or they get upset about something that I said, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is what I said, and they said, well, this is what I heard. Right. You know how that goes, right? Right. And I go, I want to, I want to apologize. This is what the thought process was that was going through my head, and when I explain it, 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 it's like, oh, that's a whole different way than it sounded when it came out. Right. Well, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We that happens a lot, and it it's crazy. But yeah, my kids, you know, make that mistake all the time. My ex-wife used to say it too. My tone has a tendency to be the same. I mean, I can make it fluctuate. It goes up and down depending on certain moods or whatever. But there are times when my tone is very straight. When I'm making a joke. Or I'm being serious. My tone is the same. My kids have been like, Dad, are you mad at me? No. Well, you just was like, and I'm like, I didn't. But your tone, and I'm like, (laughs) and Junior will literally keep, Junior had to come in here the other night, and he's like, Gabe, that's the way Dad always talks. Gonna have to learn how to just used to it. It was, it's funny. So Junior has already learned that about me. Right, you know, but Gabe is still young and hasn't uh, has, doesn't understand the intricacies of personalities and tone of voice and how that all works yet. So it's just, but it's funny. But yeah, having Jay come in and tell Gabe, just relax, Dad's not upset at you, but he's yeah. yelling at me. No, he's not. And he's like, but his tone, and it's like, no, he's not yelling at you. It's you know, you <laughs> may think it, it sounds like it, but it's not. Trust me. Yeah, kids, they should have figured this out when they were three. I know, right? Exactly. You, <laughs> you come from me. You should already know me. In a way, sorry. I'm just you were born with a 
four-year college degree. Yeah, let's there get you moving. go. Hey, let's keep moving. Exactly. So, anyway. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> okay. Any, any other questions? Are we going to wrap this one up? Yeah, we got to wrap it up, man. We're pushing it. Okay. Okay. Um, either way it goes. I, I think these are good questions. Male or female? These are yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, honestly. I mean, when are, you sit down at a table, you know if you have some kind of chemistry yes. already. If you haven't been, I mean, you're not going to text somebody or get a like tonight and be out on a date with them by tomorrow night. No. You're going to text several times, maybe have a phone conversation, that kind of thing. So you're going to have a general idea yes. if there's chemistry or not. Yeah. Then when you physically meet them, that's where the physical portion of that chemistry comes in, and you'll know yes. if this is something you want to take to the next level. If you're not secure in who you are, male or female, you're going to avoid the red flags, and you're going to just put yourself deeper into a problem that you shouldn't be into in the first place. But right. if you get your chopra right and organize and set your own boundaries and your rules, you should know by the first date where you're going to go, then you need to really find out inside their head what their goals are. Yes. Yes. I think they're great questions. Some of these, I don't know that I would do first date, but I think they are great questions. Right. I think they are probably at least by the third date, have a general idea. Even if you're not looking to get in a relationship quickly, you should at least understand how they define a relationship. Because right. what if it doesn't define the same way yours does? See, nowadays I want to get to that before the bedroom. And, and I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay if with that too. If they're to jump in the bedroom on the first or second date, which is average second, third date. Right. If they're wanting to jump in the bedroom on the first date, I'm already backing away from that. Right. Even talking about, you know, me being silly about my sex addiction if a girl wants to have sex with me on a first date, right. I'm going to say no, and I'm going to walk away from her. See, and the funny thing is, is there are a lot of women, it's funny, I, it, this is actually true, there are a lot of women these days that are like, look, if you want to have first sex on the first date, that's fine, but most of the time that's the last date, because they don't think you're serious about getting to know them. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's, want. I don't want to hook up. I don't want friends with benefits. Right. I don't want to sit. They they may <laughs> they, they may feel the urge, the attraction, physical attraction is there, but you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to wait, and if you don't, that's it. That's that. You have sex, you're done. They're gonna walk away. You know, I've right. actually had a girl tell me one time if we would have had a sex on the first date, I'd have never gone out with you again. Right. But yeah. was she all over you? Yes. See, that was me and the and the preacher woman. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she had, uh, my face was covered with lipstick. Right. She was climbing over the seat to get to me, and she's like, "I want to throw you in the back seat." I'm like, "No, the first date." Right. And she'd stop, and then she'd try again. She'd stop, and we'd talk, and try again. I'm like, "Not on the first day. I ain't doing it." Right. If I wanted a hookup, I'd just go pay three hundred dollars, be it, and I wouldn't have to deal with none of this. Right. You know, I don't. Can you do that? Is three hundred dollars a price anymore? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Either. I've never. I, just, I, I, I wouldn't even know, man. I have no clue. 
I've never yeah. done that. So I haven't either. Yeah. But no, I'm not going to do it. Right. It's just not going to happen. I want a relationship. I want something long term. Right. I don't need a hookup. I can pick up the phone and call somebody and have them over here in no time. I mean, that's not what it's about. I'm, right. I don't want that. Right. So. I'm really destroying my everybody thinking I have a sex addiction, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're killing me. So, okay. Last couple of words, man. Come on. Let's wrap this one up. It's all you. It's all you. I love you, brother. I'm good. I got everything out. You you, Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, if he's, okay, he's throwing it back at me, folks. But um, I will tell you, though, we... We have had a great time over the last year uh, and a half. Uh, we have been pretty crazy lately. I know the podcast has been a little inconsistent, but we will, uh, we're going to get back into it, um, pick up back on some of these episodes. We uh, really want to thank all our loyal listeners uh, more Absolutely. than anything else. Is, is we really want to thank you guys. Um, it has been a lot of fun. And no, I'm not hanging it up. This is not a goodbye, whatever. I really am. I, I, it's been, it, the event over the weekend just put me in a, a mood. And I'm, right. I'm very thankful for all my friends and all my fans and all, you know, everyone around me, you know. And so I just want to express that from, you know, us to you guys. Uh, we love you, too. Of course, I love you, Nick. And... Uh, right. Folks, just keep following and keep listening.